Hey homies, it's your boy Q here coming at you, and what you are about to hear is an exclusive clip from our latest Patreon episode where we discuss the book of Boba Fett, season one of course, because there's only one season, but if you guys like what you hear, then be sure to go to patreon.com backslash superhero homies so you guys can get full access to this episode, and also our entire back catalog of exclusive, cool, awesome Patreon content, and also, of course, all the content to come, and again, that is patreon.com backslash superhero homies. Hope you guys enjoy. I forget the name uh, about the uh, the Wookiee. Oh, yeah. So I wanted to talk about uh, Black Kersantan. Yes, that's it. Uh, that is his name. Uh, and I was really happy to see him in this. Uh, and, and one of the things that it's kind of important to note um, is a, Boba Fett has a relation, past relationship with a lot of these characters that you're introduced to in this show in various forms of media. Uh, Kersantan is probably the least well-known because as far as I know, he is exclusively from the comics. Oh, um, okay. So the, the kind of the backstory on Kersantan, other than the fact that he is a like giant bounty hunter Wookiee who is cool as hell. Uh, you know, he uh, actually, when Luke kind of like around the empire strikes back time frame, Luke had his like band of rebels. Vader actually kind of put together like that exact same group of people, but evil. And nice. went out like trying to hunt him down. So like, Kersantan uh, and and Boba Fett actually went on some missions together. So this wasn't their first time meeting. It was not. No. Okay. No, they know each other. Yeah. Now, are those comics? Uh, are they canon? They are canon. Okay. This is from the Marvel gotcha. published uh, canon uh, comics. So Vader had like an evil like protocol droid and an evil Wookiee and an evil smuggler and like he <laughs> right. basically had the exact same team but like you know the the darkest timeline yeah. version. Yeah, uh, yeah, the the Brotherhood of Evil Star Wars characters. Thing. Right. Yeah. And and they've they've gone through a lot over the years to try to establish like every time they've ever tried to establish a Wookiee that wasn't Chewbacca, it fell flat. But Kersantan is I think the the best Version, I think. I mean, I think people really like this character. I do. Yeah, I thought it was a really cool character. Uh, you want to grab a mic? That would make shit easier. <laughs> I was just Indeed. like, I'm we, gonna lean the fuck in. He, he's had actually, the. We have we have more of these. We do for for occasions like this. Yeah, yeah he, as long as it doesn't like make uh it, you know any pops or anything like mid recording or anything. No, I mean, if so. it does, like I have the capability to make. Make sure no one ever hears this. I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> he just plugs it in and all this shit explodes. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, I think Chrysanthemum. Uh, yeah, Chrysanthemum's a great addition to this. Uh, I thought he was intimidating as fuck to look at. I love like the prosthetics of that character. Yeah. I, I, I hate the, the scene where he sneaks in. Because yeah. he's definitely not a stealthy character. Well, yeah. He must have like, rolled a 20 on that. Yeah. He got past so many people. Yeah. He's talking about when he got to uh, Boba, right? And, yeah, and, yeah. And, like, fought him in the back-to-tank room. And mm -hmm. I'm like, okay, there's no way this fight should be going like this. Like, the either Kersantan should have just annihilated him. Yeah. Or uh, Boba should have been able to fight him off. Right. Like, one of the two. But nobody should have made it out of that fight. And, like, like, both people shouldn't have. Like, somebody should have... Should have been either critically injured or dead. Yeah. I think for me, it was like, if, if there was another trope I could add that I think I'm, I'm fine if I never see again, and that is, I want to kill you, but instead I'm going to throw you. Right. Yeah. <laughs> there's, there's a lot of that. 
every CW show right. ever. Yeah, and then a lot of a lot of every CW a lo- show. Yeah, and there's a lot of comic booky stuff that does that thing, and it, and of course it's like why you know. We we kind of see later. We get to see him how he deals with with right. people. Uh, and maybe just uh, either that same episode or the next episode. Maybe we see him rip somebody's arm off. Yeah, which is always fun seeing a Wookiee rip somebody's arm. Yeah, off. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, they could put it in every episode. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Matter of fact, uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier probably could have used some of that. <laughs> if there, Bucky did get his arm or at least deactivated and it fell off, but it wasn't a Wookiee. That's true. Yeah, but if like a Wookiee like randomly showed up in each episode of that and ripped somebody's arms off. Then I mean I would I would increase my score by at least like two whole points. I mean you know um, if if a Wookiee ripping my arm off meant I got a cool vibranium arm, I mean that's true. Yeah, yeah. I mean what's I, I I'm not gonna say no to that. And what's what's crazy about when he rips that guy's arm off is like that was him like backing down. That's, yeah, that's right. Cause he was like, okay, you win. Settle down. Yeah. Um, this this kind of reminds me of another. I'm not gonna say that it's a big it's a big thing because it's not, but it's something that I noticed and something that I wish could be more tactfully addressed, and uh, that is Disney not knowing how to handle blood or lack thereof. Yeah. So obviously, with lightsabers, it's one thing because there should be no blood with a lightsaber, but with somebody getting their arm ripped off, somebody. Like, there are moments, especially in the finale, even when I'm like, "Why is there no blood?" Right. People getting stabbed. Um, like th- there should be, there should be blood there. Right. But instead, there's there's nothing. And again, it's a small thing because in most cases, it's shot cleverly enough so that there's no need for it. But in cases where somebody gets their arm ripped off, uh, I mean, it was like a lizard guy. Like you can just show like kind of green or black ooze, you know? Right. Just, just a little bit. Yeah. I mean. They even had a little bit of that in, like, Power Rangers. Yeah. You yeah. know? <laughs> like, come on. Especially, and, and I, I don't want to dig into a uh, That's potential. That's Japan doesn't give a fuck. That's true. <laughs> That's true. I don't want to dig into a potential uh, comic news episode or anything, but, you know, uh, we recently found out that uh, that all of the uh, Marvel Netflix stuff is leaving Netflix on March 1st. Have you seen this? Have you heard about this? Yeah, I have not seen that. Yeah, that's official. What the fuck? That's official. So, uh, you know, one would assume that if it's going to end up anywhere, that they're going to put it on Disney+. Plus. Uh, so, obviously, like, Disney's probably the people that are going to, that have bought the rights to that. I can't see anyone else doing it. So, I mean, obviously, like, if those shows can be on Disney+, Plus, they can do a little more. That's true. Uh, no, you don't get any, any volume, Kevin. I just want you to go through all the hassle of setting up another mic. How fucking dare you? How right. fucking dare you? How dare right. you? But, yeah, that is a thing that uh, that just got announced, like, either yesterday or this morning. Is, yeah, I didn't see that. Yeah, they. Uh, so, yeah, uh, March 1st, that's the last uh, last day that you'll be able to see uh, Daredevil and, uh, like, the Defenderverse on uh, Netflix. I wow. Would, I would be turbo pissed if they heavily edit a lot of shit. I thought that immediately. <laughs> I was like, man, if they. First off, all of Punisher would just not make it. Yeah. <laughs> Punisher would just be dead. Right, yeah. yeah. They might as well sell that shit to, like, you know, <laughs> Paramount Plus or something. Right. Mm. Hulu. Yeah, somebody buy it, for sure. But, yeah, Punisher could not be on there at all. But I was just like, man, you know, they could put Daredevil on there with a couple edits, but I don't want those edits. No. Right. No, me neither. Shit, yeah, I didn't even know think about that. Netflix is going to sell it all to Peacock. Damn. And it's going to get damn. PG edited and not be on Disney Plus. And have, like, bad zoom-ins. Yeah, yeah. 
I'm really hoping that they'll do what they did with um, Marvel, with the MCU, where they kind of have that other section where it's like, this shit's not canon, but we own it. Oh, uh, yeah. That they'll do that. I mean, that'd that cool. that would be the best best uh, thing. Kevin, welcome to the Book of Boba Fett. Yo. Yeah, we, we actually just about to get to where it's really good, so. Oh, okay, <laughs> cool. Yeah. How, how thick is this book? How many episodes? Seven. Seven? Okay, that's Seven not very chapters. thick. That, that's like a thick pamphlet. Yeah. We cool. we uh we just talked about their uh, episode where they break every single commandment in one episode. Oh, uh, I heard. I was eating dinner in the background. Yeah, and then yeah. uh and th- and then we the episode after that was a bit better and then they just yeah, they changed everything. Yeah, mm. you know, I didn't talk a whole lot about the uh the episode 3 commandment breaking episode. Uh you know, thankfully I have a a strong support group uh, including Caleb who who really uh it, Saw the episode before me and, and really kind of cushioned the blow mm. uh, for a lot of things to happen in, in that episode. That can be important. You need a good uh, AA sponsor. You do. So, yeah. 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 Uh, See, I catch this shit like first thing when I wake up on Wednesday because I can't get on the internet because spoilers everywhere. Oh, for sure. And, uh, I mean, you know, like comicbook.com, they're just straight up put like, oh, yeah. guess what happened in the book of Boba Fett today? Like, it would be like on the front page in the headline. Yeah, like, you know, comicbook.com. No, not not to shit on them, but I'm going to shit on them. It's like yeah, they'll they'll either say the quiet part loud and the loud part quiet in their headlines, or they'll they'll name the headline correctly but then give it away in their picture. Yeah, and I'm like you motherfuckers. Like they'll say some shit like you're never blank, but Luke Skywalker does. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I'm like, no, yeah. you said the wrong fucking call. God damn. You'll never guess what Darth Revan did on the episode of Boba Fett <laughs> <Right>. this week. <laughs> what? <laughs> Shit is wild, though. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, so I told you this when I saw episode five, and that is, I was like, did they accidentally upload the wrong episode? Yeah, you, you, that's what you think, because in episode four, you know, they very subtly at the end, you know, uh, you know, Mando goes. We need some muscle, and then they 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 put in the or, little uh, the Bo- little Boba says yeah Boba says yeah, uh, and they they play like that little part the little right. western cue from the uh, Mando theme, mm. and uh, you know people were kind of picking on that uh, online too right after it came out because it was like, you know, uh, uh, you know Boba says like we need some muscle or whatever, and like the music played a little bit, and. Uh, you know, uh, Boba's like, now who could we ask? And then it's like, Fennec <laughs> starts humming the Mandalorian theme. Yeah, ah. yeah. Oh, that's just hilarious. So man. in other words, the show got immensely better once the second Mandalorian, AKA, you know, Mando yeah. jumps on. Well, not only does he jump on, but episode five yeah. of book of Boba Fett is literally season three, episode one of the Mandalorian. Like Boba is not in it at all. Mm. It 100% takes place elsewhere. Wow. Centered solely around Mando, and it's amazing. It's it, a yeah, great episode. yeah, yeah. You're <laughs> sitting there, <laughs> like they they open it with like a truly Mando like opening moment where he's like cashing in on a bounty. Yeah, and he drops the I can bring you in warm. I can bring you in cold. Like, let's mm-hmm. fucking go. Yeah, like let's do it. Yeah, and then like I don't know how, but I guess like in the awesome awesomeness of watching that opening scene with him in it. I forgot about the dark saber, and then he whips that thing out. Yeah, and it was fucking bad. But then they also show that hey, like you can't just fucking, you don't just have you have to tune to it. And yeah, he, <laughs> and he isn't properly attuned to it yet. But and I loved that because he yeah. he takes a big chunk out of his leg with it. 
Nice. And, and it's like not just anybody can pick up a lightsaber and right. just use it. No. Especially not that one. Yeah. Because it's not just any lightsaber. So. Especially if you don't have the plot. I mean, the force helping you out. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, and then, you know, there's all these things. You know, we, we've been watching a different show, and then it's like, Oh, Mando's here. Oh, he's got the dark saber. Well, surely he's you know we're gonna get a like a radial screen wipe and go back to Tatooine any moment. Oh, he's going to see the armor. Okay, so now the armor is training with him, and we got to see the armor fight with the hammer, which was yes. amazing. Yes, cool. You know? uh, and then also, do you know the name of the other Mandalorian who challenged uh, Mando? So it was one of the uh, Visla clan right. that I mentioned earlier. I don't remember okay. his name. But he was he was from like Boba seasons one and two, right? <laughs> from I mean, from a Mandalorian, like I want, he may have him? been in those Mando episodes. I'm pretty sure we saw him mm. alongside the armor in the, in the previous season. I'm I'm pretty sure he was in those. I don't know if they ever named him by name. I don't think so. But as soon as they said his name in this, that it was that he was part of the Visla clan, I was like, okay, well, shit's about to go down. Yeah, because these guys are are typically pretty nefarious, kind of ruthless. Mm. Uh, Mandalorians, uh, for the most part, it depends on who it is, but uh, yeah, one of the one of like the major Clone Wars villains is uh, is uh, Pre Visla, and oh. and that's this dude's ancestor. But of course, they know all about the dark saber right. and and whatnot. So, and uh, they they do us and by us, I mean people like Kevin and I. They do us a solid by reminding us, hey, you know, whoever holds the dark saber, which can only be one, be a basically trial by combat, uh, is the rule of Mandalore. And the dark saber is like basically by definition one of the coolest lightsabers. Yeah, yeah. made by yeah. a Mandalorian. Correct? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So uh, studying like the Jedi way or something yeah, cool like that. Yeah, yeah. Jedi yeah. Mandal- uh, yeah. Which yeah. Is dope. So <laughs> like that's two of the coolest <laughs> classes, <laughs> multi-class. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And that's actually uh, why the uh, Visla clan is so popular because that guy that they just call Mandalore, he was a Visla, so they know mm-hmm. all about that legend. Yeah, and he was like a Mandalorian and a Jedi and. Created a dark saber, Damn. so on and so forth. So that's why Beastler with other, the Beastler. What I call the big Mandalorian felt like he was so entitled to the dark saber. Mm. Yeah, uh, and, and he did want to try to win it and try by combat, and that fight was incredible. He damn near won it. Mm. Yeah, that, that's true. Yeah, uh, cool. It was a great fight. Um, something that, uh, in retrospect, did kind of make me chuckle before you know you thankfully informed me. It still makes me chuckle. Well, you know, after the fight was over and Mando won, he you know, was able to keep the dark saber and whatnot. Um, the armorer, you know, almost out of the blue, she asked each of the Mandalorians who were just fighting, um, "Have you ever removed your helmet?" And of course, the one that you said is, you know, uh, you know part of the the Vizsla clan was like, "No, of course not. I've never removed it." And then, of mm. course, our boy Din was like, "I mean, <laughs> right, <laughs> like, yeah." So. I saw a meme about that, actually. <laughs> it's like the meme I saw, just, just to get context, just to see if this is the direction you, you two are going. Um, and this is probably the most of uh, Book of Boba, uh, Boba that I've seen yet. Um, the meme is she's asking the question, and then Mando, or, or what the fuck's his real name? Din? Yeah. Uh, Jin? We just all call him Mando, yeah. but, it's, it's, but okay. it's Din. Yeah. Din? Yeah. Okay, cool. I didn't know if it was Din or like Jin, like the fucking uh, genie type thing. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yes, Din was just like, yes, I've taken it off, Dad comment. And she's like, all right, well, you're not really a Mandalorian. And then and then Boba's just like, bitch, please. You got the Darksaber. You tell her she ain't no Mandalorian. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So it's like, 
Yeah, like who who outranks who by tradition's standards. Yeah. And it's like the other thing that kind of made me chuckle was is like I just watched like four episodes of Boba just strolling with his helmet off and I'm like this is like these rules are loosey goosey, goddamn it. Yeah. Like we need to tighten this shit up. Yeah, and, and they're like the extremists and like the armorer is like their leader or whatever. And and another thing that's important to note here too is the Beskar spear from Mandalorian season two. Mm gets uh, melted down because she says, you know, it's an abomination for Beskar to be made into a weapon. Uh, at, at really? First I, I, first, I didn't like it until I got the explanation. Yeah, so the explanation okay, yeah, let me hear it. is that this it's a spear, and so that Beskar spear can pierce Beskar armor. So, like, the very existence <laughs> um, of it is a danger to Mandalorians. Okay, that... See, yeah, that's smart. I can buy that. Because at first, yeah, my reaction was probably the same as yours, Q, where it was like, bitch, please! Are right. you kidding me? That'd like, be the best yeah. weapon. Yeah, like, duh. Mando in season two with two badass weapons. Yes. Yeah. Added to his arsenal. I'm like, oh, well, he's fucking one. Yeah. And, uh, but yeah, like, he, he does get it melted down. It's like, ah, oh, well, he still has the Darksaber. Right. And I assume that's probably what the creators were thinking, too. Like, he don't need both of yeah. these shits. Yeah. But, but that is a really cool explanation, too, where it's like, no, 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 that, that could potentially be against the clan. Yeah. Against your own. Right, yeah. yeah. It falls yeah. in the wrong hands. Cool. It could be used to kill Mandalorians. She, she tells him about screen like, if you keep this, it will become a, a MacGuffin for your death. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah, it really will. And he's like, okay, bet. Yeah, this is Melt Disney. Some kid will stab you with it. Like, <laughs> you know. Um, yeah, so th- that's that's the explanation they gave for that, which was really cool. Uh, and, and it becomes, uh, you know, uh, a very important part of the storyline because she ends up melting it down into a small set of uh, Beskar chainmail. Everybody says chainmail. She makes cha- chainmail for Grogu. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> chainmail plus two. Right. Right, yeah. I mean, and, and immediately when she's melting this down and he's like, it's a gift for somebody, we're all picturing Grogu bouncing around with a lightsaber in like a full suit of like Beskar yes. chainmail. <laughs> and I'm just like... Okay. So that that's actually news to me because I have not seen any uh, memeology or any other announcements regarding Grogu, uh, you know, the child, if yeah. I remember correctly, being on the show. Uh, what uh, in in an elevator pitch? What's Grogu up to? What what's he doing with the Mandos? So um, Mando goes back to see the armor, uh, gets the spear melted down into the armor for Grogu. He wants to go take it to him because he wants him to be safe and protected. Cool. Um, so we also get a scene where he admits he's taking his helmet off, and she tells him that he's no longer a Mandalorian unless he purifies himself in some sort of lake on Mandalore. What is a Mandalorian? It, like like yeah. the best. So he has mines. to go get baptized. Okay. Yeah, he basically has so to there's, go. There's a real big fucking problem. Yeah, yeah, there is a real big problem. Is that Mandalore is like, but he can't swim. Yeah, and Mandalore has been like wrecked. And then uh, we actually get Siege of Mandalore footage in this episode, which was the incredible. You were referencing yeah. earlier. Okay, it was, it was badass okay. to see that. Yeah, was, but you yeah. actually see the Empire like where they bombed it like to dust, basically. Nice it, picture. Um, picture Terminator One, like when Kyle Reese before he goes back in time, like the mm. fucking T eight hundreds just marching forward. That's what it looked like. Yeah, nice. That's kind of cool. Good <laughs> yeah. imagery. Thanks yeah. for the assist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And 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 uh, we've never really actually seen any footage of how that took place. Okay. So um, they have a name for it. It's like uh, it's like the the Night of Tears or Night oh. of Cries or something like that. Or it's a real happy the name. Crying Night. It's what it's a real happy, real happy name. name. You 
Yeah, yeah, they were yeah. Uplifting. Yeah, it's it's some terrible. I thought they were going to go for the alliteration, the the Mandalorian massacre, you know, but that's too easy, I guess. Yeah, they, <laughs> yeah. they're saving that for when the the comic writers run out of stuff there to do. Ah, yeah, uh, yeah. They, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that'll that'll be their Civil War too. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. Damn. Uh, <laughs> shit. <laughs> I had to angle Damn. that in there. Yeah. Let's, let's hope not. Papow. Mm. But yeah, I mean, we literally get a Mandalorian episode, and then we also we, we get two technically, if you ask me. Yeah, we get two, <laughs> uh, but we weren't expecting the first one at all. And, and so uh, then the end of this episode, he goes and visits the mechanic on Tatooine, and what do you know? Uh, somehow there's a Naboo royal fighter out here uh, that she they basically have like a Fast and the Furious montage of them like pimping it out, uh, and then he gets pulled over by the cops. Yeah, he gets stopped by the popo. Does what any responsible citizen would do, and he runs. I was about to say he cuts that shit with the dark saber and goes. I mean, because like it, it really is like I am the law. You know? Yeah, it really is almost like the equivalent of like stopping Frisk. It's like we don't really have a reason to be pulling you over, but since we got you here, let me go ahead and get your license registration. Right. <laughs> yeah. Right. It's like they make up the reason on the way to the window. Right, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. This is the outer rim. You don't have any authority out here. Right. I love how I stood up lost like the one uh the, the one space cop. It's like, hey man, have I have we met before your voice sounds familiar? Nope. Uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> uh and, and then and so we get that in in episode four and then or episode five, and then we go in episode six, we're like Okay, cool. Well, this is Boba's show, so we're going to go back to Boba Fett now, right? And no, the opening shot of episode six is literally him landing on this planet, and guess what? There's R2-D2, and here's Luke Skywalker, and here's Grogu, and they're hanging out, and they're training. And, uh, okay, okay. We, yeah, so, and then, That explains how Grogu comes back in the picture, because, yeah, okay. Yeah, so... And also, like, I, maybe because, like, I, I didn't see, like, a lot of the, the craze online... I, I, Thankfully, I missed it, I guess, but, mm-hmm. like, fucking Luke Skywalker is back. Like, I know that, like, this is, like, our second time seeing him, but even still, I didn't expect to see this motherfucker in this show. I right, mean, right. I didn't expect to see Mando either. I didn't expect to hear about it. <laughs> but I'm like, we got Luke back. Uh, and I'm like, does anyone else, like, no one else sees this? Y'all do see him standing <laughs> there, right? I mean, I mean, I'm literally sitting there, eyes glued to the screen, and I'm like... I, I'm I'm sitting here thinking about this and so on so many levels. Like number one, the CG for Luke now is incredible. It's much better than uh, season two finale. And, and a little Easter egg for that. So the way that this came about is when they released the season two finale, the CG was good. It was really better than I think a lot of us have ever seen. Shit, I mean they had Henry Cavill alive on set at the <laughs> same age he was, and they couldn't take that damn mustache off for ten million dollars. Mm. Uh, or was it was it a hundred million? It was a lot was of, a money. of money. It was a it was a considerable amount of money. So, but the CG was a little weird. Like it it, it was there, but it was just there was something off right, about it. Right. So this guy on YouTube, he's a YouTuber, literally took their edit and he made a better version of it. And so they hired him. Dope. <laughs> yeah. Hey, why the fuck not? John Favreau was like, "Yo, yeah. bro, you want a job?" And so literally that guy came on and he did the the graphics for it. With their like expensive ass Disney stuff, and it looked so good. I mean, I've read a, a couple of awesome stories like that, especially regarding uh, Pixar doing something similar. You know, that's cool. Yeah, yeah, it, it looked incredible. So it, it did look spot on. Like I couldn't to the point where I couldn't tell. Mm. It's like you know, with Luke in season two, like if you if you really focus, like once you get over the shock of seeing Luke Skywalker back, and you 
really focus and look at it, you're like, okay, yeah. When he's talking and trying to emote, I can I can tell. But yeah. this time around, I mean, I couldn't tell. It was great. Yeah, it's almost more weird this time because you know Mark Ham- it's not Mark Hamill there, yeah. but your eyes are telling you that it is. Mark Hamill's calling his agent. When the fuck did I do this? <laughs> yeah, right, yeah. What's going on? I wonder if he gets paid anything for that, but since Disney owns all the rights to all the characters, I'm like, you probably... Bro, probably if... if not. If Peter Dickface Johns get paid shit for Superman, he better <laughs> Mark Hamill better get paid something for a Luke Skywalker. Now appearance. you mean John Peters, Kevin, and he is a very successful part. Of Penis Warner Johnson <laughs> Peter. That's who. Yes, you're right. Thank you. Th- thank you for the correction. That's his name. And uh, for those of you who don't know what we're talking about, go check out uh, the Death of Superman Lives documentary and uh, the Superhero Homies episode reviewing it. Yes, absolutely. Thank you, Caleb, for the plug. Absolutely. Yeah. That's uh, what I'm here for. It's contractual obligation. Because that, that guy's like obligated. one of the villains of our story, <laughs> for sure. He's the villain in that superhero movie. Yeah. He is. He is. He if wins. you've ever watched... Um, he's one, and so is Greg fucking Berlanti. <laughs> if you've ever, ever watched a DC movie and just thought, man, this isn't good, John Peters is probably your guy. John, yeah. Peters, John Peters is like, yeah. <laughs> Why I'm the fuck is there a spider in this movie? <laughs> John Peters. I'm convinced that John Peters is like, you know, that that Valkyrie back suit is okay, but it needs nipples on it. We need to put nipples. I demand that there be nipples on the bat suit. And, and then in the next movie, they have to start with the nipples. And, <laughs> and they then, have to get shinier nipples later. Yes. <laughs> I need gratuitous yep. nipples, ass, and dick shots on the bat suit. All right. If I don't get those, this movie's canceled. Sexualize the bat. Why? <laughs> well, they even did the the, the bat girl like uh, vagina yeah. shot of yeah. the bat suit. So such a weird choice. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, it was so odd. Uh, we don't see Luke's dick. No, we don't. Wars. Yeah, um, we don't. But we do see an awesome training montage. He's trying to teach Grogu, uh, you know, about the Force and whatnot. Does Grogu look any older or anything, or is he still like the same puppet? Uh, he's he's maybe a little bit older, but not mm. anything crazy. Like, I mean, with, with the weight rate that they age, because he's already fifty. He's fifty, yeah. M, and they fi- sure. and he finds it. But I mean, like. He he looked like he had like single joint arms and legs. Yeah, he like looks he looked like, like a fucking cabbage patch doll to me. Okay, okay, he looks slightly taller to me. Okay, so this. they got a, a a new puppet. Yeah, which I mean they're not going to do that very often because I think yeah. that puppet costs like six million dollars or something crazy like that. I believe it. It's a, it's a good puppet because it can really do all that shit. Yeah. You know? It's it has the force, Kevin. It's oh, I don't know. About <laughs> there it is. For it's one of the most dollars. advanced Muppets out there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it really is. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, he's uh, he's in it. Uh, he he definitely has aged a little bit. What do you think? It's probably been six months, maybe. I'd imagine so. That sounds about right. Yeah, because they don't really say. No. On but if show. you think about, if, if the ending of Mando season two lines up with the stinger at the end with Boba, you know, that with that Easter egg, if those two chronologies lined up, then it would make sense that it would be about that long. Yeah, I would say so. Yeah. Uh, so that's fair. But um, also, is, we get to see uh, Ahsoka. You know? Yeah, and yeah. then and my girl shows up. Yeah. I, I wore the shirt. Yeah. And, uh, and yeah, I, that that was out of nowhere. You know, we have Ahsoka show up and just remind everyone that she's here. And, and, and of course, her and Luke meeting. Uh, was it still a Rosario? Yeah, of course. Dope. So. Good, yeah. good, good, good. Uh, they're actually about to start filming for her show. Oh, yeah. Uh, so that's going to be really cool. She deserves it. Yeah. And... Uh, she shows up, and and this, this is what the internet went ape shit about was the two of them finally sharing screen time, yeah. and uh, you know, uh, to Luke and 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and of course, uh, the, the excellent, you know, with uh, Mando being like, well, what are you doing here? And, and she drops that I'm a friend of the family line, yep. which just kind of like melted me in my seat. <laughs> uh, I lost it a little bit because, of course, she's very she was very close with both, both of Luke's parents. Yeah. Um, and, 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 you know, uh, I think maybe people want more of their interactions and maybe we'll get that. But uh, what she, we got here was incredible. She drops a line to Luke. And I was trying to figure out like what he was thinking when she said it. When she says to Luke, uh, what she say like, "I'm your aunt." <laughs> <laughs> she says uh, something like, "You remind me of your father, or you really are like your father." Yeah. And I'm like, if I'm Luke, I'm like, bitch, I don't know. If that's- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Luke's POV. That's a fucking insult. Her POV. The damnedest nice thing I could ever say. <laughs> yeah, I, you have to think the two of them have had conversations about yeah. Anakin before this because. Obviously, Obi-Wan never had any, like, good stories about Anakin. No. Which uh, is true from a certain point. Yeah, from a certain point of view. Uh, but uh, but clearly, Ahsoka would have wanted to tell Luke about that, you know, about Anakin as he was before he fell because they spent a lot of time together. Mm. And she wasn't – she's – She's capable of looking at it in a in a in a frame of mind that Obi Wan is not, because as much as I love him, Obi Wan is a Jedi doctrine, you know, full on council member, you know, force uh, or uh, he, he's Jedi code one hundred percent. Whereas Ahsoka told the Jedi Council to fuck off and went and did her own thing. So, Hell yeah, you know, <laughs> yeah, that's cool. So I'm assuming they had conversations about Anakin. Sometime in here because it's been five years uh, between the beginning of Mando and when uh, Luke kills the Emperor. So from Luke kills the Emperor, five years that's when Mando starts. So I'm assuming that after it, you know the the rumor that went throughout the galaxy was okay. Well, this Luke Skywalker guy goes on board the Death Star and then he fights Vader and the Emperor and only Luke Skywalker left. <laughs> and like that's why he's such this like legendary creature uh, across the galaxy. That's why Moff Gideon looks so terrified when he we shows up. up. Yep. Cuz it's like nobody would have ever dreamed of fucking with Darth Vader. This guy apparently as far as they know fought Vader and the Emperor. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, and one, he and, yeah. And one. And one. <laughs> And then he just cut up all these dark troopers that like almost killed Mando, like one of them. Mm-hmm. And he just cut through them like they were nothing. That was a badass scene. Yeah. You know, so I'm assuming that after the Empire fell, Ahsoka probably went and sought out Luke, I would imagine. But we we don't know. Yeah. That does remind me of another question. Uh just because the actor himself is is so daggum fantastic. Do we see uh Moff Gideon uh making an appearance in this? They mention him that he's being sure. questioned by the Republic. Okay. That's right, because the armorer and the other Mandalorian says that you should have killed him to Mando, right? Yeah. Because he's like, well... Well, no, we want him back. Yeah. <laughs> he's a great actor. Right. He's going to yeah. attract uh, asses to seats. Yeah. That's true. I- I'm sure he has a role to play. Or, I guess, subscriptions. Fuck. Yeah, either way. Yeah. I- I'm sure he has a role to play, though, cool. uh, going forward, because uh, we-, we are. I-, I guess we're eventually going to find out how he ended up with the Darksaber. Right. That would make sense. Yeah. Yeah, like it had to be by not by hook, but definitely by crook. It's like I don't see him like who'd he fuck over. Yeah. 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 I don't see him challenging anyone like to a to an honest trial by combat. No. Two people are are challenging each <laughs> other to trial by combat and he swiped it in the middle. Just like no swiper, no fucking swiping, you know? Yeah. Yeah. There's some type of legal loophole he had to take advantage of. Exactly. Yeah. Uh 
Hope you guys enjoyed that exclusive Patreon clip. And again, if you guys like what you heard and if you really want to support us, you can go to patreon.com backslash superhero homies and you guys get access to this full episode. All right, homies. Appreciate you guys. Have a good one.